If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. And hi, hello, and welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Appreciate you being here today. You can find the podcast Spotify, you can find it right there on Apple Podcasts, and of course, on the front page of the WDBO app. And join me on the radio every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Stream us in the WDBO app. Well, you get the feeling that the more time goes by now, that the more questions are going to be asked about what role Dr. Tony Fauci had in covering up a potential Wuhan lab leak. And the more and more you look at this now, the more evidence points to Dr. Fauci having his fingerprints all over a potential cover-up here. Now realize this, that both the U.S. Energy Department and the FBI have recently stated that the COVID virus likely originated from a lab leak in China, which was a theory largely disregarded by the mainstream media as a conspiracy not too long ago. Well, now... GOP leadership on a House committee say that they have uncovered new email evidence suggesting Dr. Tony Fauci prompted the drafting of a proximal origin publication meant to disprove the COVID-19 lab leak theory. These emails Republicans show that Fauci prompted the authorization of a scientific paper written specifically in, in February of 2020 to disprove the theory that the virus leaked from that Wuhan China lab, even though there was evidence to the contrary. And eight weeks later, April 17th, 2020, Fauci was right there at the White House. He stood at the press podium alongside President Trump at the time and cited evidence that the lab leak theory was implausible. Here's what Fauci said. Dr. Fauci, could you address these suggestions or concerns uh, that this virus was somehow man-made, possibly came out of a laboratory in China. You studied this virus. What are the prospects of that? There was a study uh, recently that we can make available to you where a a group of highly qualified evolutionary virologists looked at the sequences there and the sequences in uh, bats as they evolve and the mutations that it took to get to the point where it is now is totally consistent with a jump of a species from an animal to a human. So, I mean, the, the paper will be available. I, I don't have the authors right now, but we can make that available too. Now, keep in mind that this paper entitled The Proximal Origin of SARS-CoV-2 was sent to Fauci for editing in draft form and again for final approval before it was published in Nature Medicine in February of 2020. It was written four days after Dr. Fauci and his NIH boss, Dr. Francis Collins, 
held a call with four authors to discuss reports that COVID may have leaked from that Wuhan lab and may have intentionally been genetically manipulated. Now, meanwhile, Republicans on the House Oversight Committee published emails this past Sunday in which the paper's co-author, Dr. Christian Anderson, admits that Fauci, quote, prompted him to write the paper with the goal to disprove the lab leak theory. Now, as you might imagine, Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan is all over this. He is demanding answers and transparency from Fauci and others as these questions persist here. Did Fauci cover this thing up? Why did he do it? How much money was at stake? Was it because of the gain of function work going on in that Wuhan lab that he was indirectly funding? A lot of questions here. Here's Congressman Jordan on Fox Business News this past Sunday. Well, first on the on the COVID issue, understand that on January 31st, 10.32 p.m. 2020. So right at the get-go, Dr. Fauci gets an email from Dr. Christian Anderson, which says virus looks engineered, virus not consistent with evolutionary theory. The next day, he gets another email from Dr. Gary. Now, these are doctors he's handed out our tax dollars to over the years. Dr. Gary's email says, I don't know how this happens in nature. It would be easy to do in a lab. That same day, February 1st, 2020. So again, right at the start, that same day, Dr. Fauci organizes a conference call. Him and Dr. Collins get on there with Dr. Gary, Dr. Anderson, and all these other virologists. They get on there, and three days later, everybody changes their story. The same guy who said this would be easy to do in a lab says, oh, now you're crazy if you think it came from a lab. The same guy that says, I don't know how this, that, that this would, uh, that this does, that looks engineered, he changes his story. And then the kicker is, three months later, those same two doctors, Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary, get a several million, uh, several million dollar grant from Dr. Fauci to continue their research. So the, the fundamental question is, why was Dr. Fauci so consumed with making sure the narrative wasn't about the lab? I think it's because they were doing gain-of-function research there. He didn't want that out. And, and that was the narrative that everyone on the left bought into, even though the facts and common sense, maybe most importantly, pointed to the lab leak theory. Just give us the facts, be transparent with us. But understand, with this virus, they have told us all kinds of things that turned out to be false. I mean, they, they told us it didn't come from a lab. Now, again, it looks like they, it sure did because the Department of Energy, FBI, everyone says it came from a lab. Now, they said it wasn't gain-of-function research. Sure looks like it was. They said it wasn't our tax dollars used at that Wuhan Institute of Virology. Yes, they were through EcoHealth. They went there. And then, of course, they told us that the vaccinated couldn't get it. The vaccinated couldn't transmit it. They told us that there was no such thing as natural immunity. This would be the first virus in history where there's no such thing as right. natural immunity. So time and time again, they told us things that were not accurate. The, I, again, the, the fundamental question is why? What was the pol was it politics motivating him or what? Um, but I always tell people, I always say, we're Americans, we're big boys and girls, we can handle it. Right. It's supposed to be a government of the people, by the people, for the people. So tell we the people the truth. Mm. Quit trying to to. Quit, quit lying to us. Fun. Now, keep in mind, Dr. Fauci, in another memo, asked if the NIH can do more to put down the lab leak hypothesis. So once again, the American media's favorite uncle, Dr. Tony Fauci, has some splaining to do. He has some questions to answer. Now, he always kind of weasels in and out of answering the tough questions. But the more we get into the details of what exactly happened here with this potential lab leak cover-up, the more we need to know. There needs to be transparency in what happened during this pandemic because we don't want this to ever happen again the way it went down during this COVID pandemic. Was Fauci covering up? Was he covering up for gain of function? 
function research? Was he covering up because of the big money at stake with the oncoming vaccines? Was he in bed with the Chinese communists? It's time for the media and the political left to ask the hard questions, not just Jim Jordan or Senator Rand Paul. And the more we get into the details of what exactly happened here, the more I think the corporate media is going to have to realize about Dr. Tony Fauci, along with a great many other topics. That's going to wrap it up for the Inez Says Podcast. Appreciate you being here. You can find the podcast all over the place, including the WDBO app. And join me on the radio every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.